Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, Cox ATA and the Adventure Begins, games, comics, and more proudly bring to you the reigning, undisputed radio tag team champions of the world. The Captain Joey Savage, Corey DLG, we are Nerd Thug Radio. Yay! Yay! Bum, bum, bum. I mean, this is more of a made-up song. Dun, dun, dun. At least we're not going to have to pay royalties this time. <laughs> and it's Ned. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's up, Ned? You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister stations. All worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. And you can interact with us at Facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. Guess what's less than, uh, guess what's two months away now? Uh, April? The old, it's one month away. So it's less than two months away. The old <laughs> Comic Palooza. Oh, yeah, boy. Ish coming. Literally. It's, yeah. It's Comic Palooza. It's coming. Yeah. Yay. We're going to be there. Again. Uh, Hosting panels. Has that Again. been confirmed? Yeah, so okay, good. It, I'm pretty sure because I'm pretty sure he I, says. Well, listen, yeah. listen. I was going <laughs> to share this guy with you guys off air, but I'm just going to go ahead and do it now. Oh. I got an email from a guy, and he said, "Hey, uh, I've noticed that you guys have submitted panels under your podcast, and you've also been a partner with us over the past few years. We would like to invite you to be part of our podcast group again." Oh, okay, excellent. He said, "Yay!" He said, "Fill out this quick little, uh, you know, application thing or whatever." Which uh, last year I did it. It was like three pages long, and this year it was a whopping like six questions. So that awesome. I'm pretty That'll sure work. we're in. There you go. We're gonna there be there. We go. I had been. Um, there was that. Um, you know, on my on my active Twitter account that I'm now. I'm, You're very active. I'm at 99 followers. Whoa. Yeah, I'm blowing up, man. Uh, at the uh, we were. I was. I had. I was. I didn't realize she was the organizer for the panels, and I was already. Tweet friends with her? I figured it out. Sorry. Okay. So earlier in the day, I accidentally uh, deleted one of my apps on my home screen. I don't know how <laughs> it was, and I couldn't figure out which one it was. Twitter. Oh, there you go. I deleted there Twitter. Go. There you go. You found it. Found uh, it. Thanks, Corey. <laughs> no problem. That's what I'm here for. Uh, but yeah, so it turns out we were. I was already tweet friends with her. So when she announced it, she was like, yeah, I'm organizing the panels for Palooza. I was like, great. We've already applied. Like, Hit me up when we're ready. And she then moved to Austin and hadn't gotten back to me yet. So she's not part of it anymore. I, I don't think she's. I don't think so. I think that's why this guy emailed you because I think she basically got fired. Well, I, I, she took a job with a video game company. That's a pretty good job. To take. Yeah, that's not. Uh, yeah, yeah that's I'm not mad. At you. I'll take that one. Yeah, I'm not mad at you at all there. No, not not in the slightest. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm pretty excited. I like Comic Palooza. It's always a fun time. We've been going as Nerd Thug Radio for like year four. Yes. Um, and then we've been going, I think, almost since the beginning. I think we missed, like, maybe the first three years. Yeah. When last it, year was year 10. We, when it wasn't at the convention center, we hadn't been going. Right. When yeah. it came to the convention center, we yeah, went. Yeah, because I, I think it was 14 when we started going. I'm yeah. now 20. Yeah. <laughs> you are now 20. <laughs> <laughs> so six years. Does that sound about right? That, Four yeah. years is NTR, and then ah, I think we've been going, like, three years. I think we went two no, years because not NTR. I really feel like that. This will be our fourth one as NTR, right? Right, and I think we went three years before that as not NTR. Yeah, so, so that's seven. seven. Years. Yeah, that's seven. That's oh, right. man. We're pretty yeah. good at this game. We really are. We, maybe this time we'll find the press room before the end of the Yeah, <laughs> There wasn't one last year. <laughs> yes, there, yes was. there was. I found it. We found it at the, the very last day oh. at like 5 p.m. We found it. They'd already cleaned everything up, but like the hotel had laid out like good stuff for them. 
Oh man, yeah, yeah. we got. Yeah, find we that. just didn't have a lounge like we did the the. Yeah, that yeah, was pretty first detailed. time I like that one. I like that one a lot. Uh, so how you guys been? I, I wasn't here last week. Uh, I see you guys are still alive, so the show well, lasted. Only just. The allergies have got me this week. They're getting you, man. That pollen's crazy, bro. So I was talking to Nico about this. Like Nico said, what'd you say? You had you hadn't really ever dealt with allergies until about two years ago, right? Right. Yeah. When he became a man. Right. right yeah. That's true. Mazel tov. Yeah. Here's your allergies. Um, <laughs> right. And then for me, mine had basically died. Like as I've gotten just older and sadder and fatter, my allergies were like, "You're good. You got enough going on. We're we're we'll take a vaccine. You're yeah, good. You're good." Uh, I've lost thirty pounds, and now uh, my allergies are back. Uh, I think I think I'm going the wrong way health wise. Uh, but yeah, they were showing some crazy stat about the pollen count this week, and they showed a number. I don't know like how they measure or what they measure it by, but the Houston pollen number was triple digits. And the next lowest or the next highest was like twenty in Dallas, so we were easily three. Ugh. We were easily three to like five times more than Dallas. I have never really had the allergies, but this last year, these allergies have been kicking my butt. It's like my uh, if there was a comic book about Joey Savage, <laughs> my enemy would be allergies. <laughs> the, your your supervillains would just wait until flu season. Yeah, and then they'd, they'd be get like, me. They'd they would be get like, me down. The pollen count is high this week. Rob the bank. <laughs> oh, rob <laughs> get it. him now. He is going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, that's how that would go. Did you, your villain is you just skeletal. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. I, w- I would watch a uh, a villain thing on that. Thanks, guys. I had an awesome time in Vegas. Yeah. Slash New Mexico slash Arizona. You took the longest way home ever. We did. Did we talk about this on the wrestling show? Did I mention it? I no, think we talked. We talked personally about it. I don't, it wasn't on the air. We though. made great timing to Albuquerque Day One. Oh, you did talk about listening to the podcast. We made back. yeah. We made great timing to Vegas Day Two. Uh, coming back from Vegas, totally different story. <laughs> Listen to uh, Nerd Thug Wrestling episode. It's out now. You can hear more about that, but I won't uh, get into it any longer. Yeah, uh, you definitely, you definitely did the worst way possible. Let me ask you this question. Let me find it in my notes. Okay, all right. Have you ever watched the show on the Animal Planet, Lone Star Law? No. I watched the thing that they founded it from. They had a. Oh my god! They had an animal. So Texas. They had an animal cops. It is so Texas. An animal cops came to Montgomery County, and actually, I happened to be with friend of the show, Austin Ford. We're at his house late one night, drinking some beers, just shooting it, and. on the TV, it was it was Animal Cops, and all you got in the details was Montgomery, Texas. Oh, neat! And we were like, "Okay, we're in." Yes, um, sounds this. like a deal with me. <laughs> so, first of all, and I don't want to discount what Animal Control does. It's a very important job. Animals don't have advocates and people to to to, to go to bat for them. It's a big deal. I don't want to shortchange anything they do. Uh, however, on the particular episode that we saw, and I do think it was the like the thing that spurred it because. Apparently, they got a really strong response. Also, there's tons of animals here in the yeah, Montgomery yeah, County yeah. area. Their success rate was not great. They uh, they rescued like four horses, a litter of puppies, and a couple cats in the span of the episode. Okay. And we were doing the math as they were talking about the cases like on the wrap-up, and less than 50% survived the episode. Oh, wow. And that's why people want to watch it? Well, I think people want to watch it because you want to see like them rehabilitate. It's always a feel-good story when an animal gets rehabilitated, So, right? this show – so the, okay – when there's no Netflix, the only thing that um, the Savage Clan can can count on watching is uh, Animal Planet. That we seem to find something, right? Yeah. So we're in New Mexico, and uh, we're a late night in the casino hanging out, and uh, we turn on Animal Planet, and it's this show called Lone Star Law. 
Well, it's on Animal Planet, but it's not just about animals. It's just like just Lone Star Law. Like there was one about this guy who was getting arrested because he was, you know, whatever, was drinking and driving. And there was another one. These guys were getting a ticket for illegal bird hunting or something. But then there was this one. Like when you bird hunt, you can't throw artificial seed down. What? Yeah. What? It's weird. I'll explain it later. I don't wait. Um, I don't really because you can. You literally they ha- they set up feeders to teach right. the deer to step into open fields so right. they can shoot them. But there's a certain kind of like, f- like feed you can use for birds, but you can't use like sunflower seed and some other kind of mix. It was it was quite okay. interesting. Okay, all right. Uh, but there was this one. This guy calls in uh, the the police, and he hears a noise. He doesn't know what's going on. So this cop comes out. Please be bigfoot. Um, no, and so there was a a, f- a deer that was. Sh- Inside this dude's like um, shed outside the back, <laughs> okay. Right, and so <laughs> we're watching, and uh, they're making it very dramatic and whatnot, right? And uh, it injured itself, and there's a bunch of rabid dogs, and the guy who like found it is like, he's getting very emotional. He's like, these dogs they were just attacking it, and, he, and someone needs to put them on leashes, and you know, just getting all <laughs> hi- hyped up about it. And so the uh, the the cop is talking, whatever. He's by himself. And uh, so he's like, I'm going to try to get her out of here. Um, I'm going to see if she's able to, like, walk and see how bad she is. So then he gets her out. He's like, well, yeah, she's real bad off. You see right here, she's she's bleeding from the inside. Like, you know, there's there's not really much we can do about this. Like, a vet's not going to really save it. So um, I'm, I'm just going to let her go, I guess. <laughs> and so the deer jumps up and, like, its leg's broken, too. He's like, I want to look at her leg's broken, too. This is exactly how he's talking, by the way. <laughs> and... um. So, like, the deer jumps up and, like, runs, like, ten foot into, like, the brush and then just collapses over, just hanging out, like, chilling. <laughs> and, like, this deer's so docile, like, the guy's, like, petting her inside the uh, shed, right? <laughs> and so, um, the um, the police officer looks at the guy and he's like, you know, uh, the best thing we can do for this, he's talking to the screen, right? He's like, in instances like this, the best thing we can do for the animal is just put her down. We can go, go ahead and put her down. And, yeah, you know, and, yeah. Uh, I got a friend, once we put her down, take real good care uh, of her and. <laughs> And yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And so I look at Ali Savage is like, dude, wouldn't it be hilarious if he just pulled his pistol out and just shot the deer? I kind of almost where we were going right? here. And she's like, yeah, I was like, that would be Lodestar Law. And next thing you know, he just pulls his pistol out, walks over to the deer, boom, shoots in the head. Like, we had to go and put her down. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to let it my friend. He's like, you know, it's real good, this this deer. We had to put her down. But, you know, I gave her to my friend who owns like a meat processing plant. And this deer's going to feed some people. So it was a real good thing right here we did. <laughs> 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 what is going on? Like, you know what this is happened? on Animal Planet. You know what just happened? That cop and his buddy just had some great deer sauces they're going to give out to their friends and family. <laughs> and so I'm looking at it, I'm like, so a cop can put a deer down by just putting a bullet in its head and give it to someone to eat, but you can't pick up a deer from the side of the road that's been hit by a car. And, like, right, that it. is a crime. Right. I don't understand that part. <laughs> He's like, we're going to have to put this down. So like, you know, the kid's like, oh, they're going to take it to the vet, whatever. He's like, nope. pistol, boom. <laughs> Done. Like, no shots for we, them. That's how, that's how we do it in Texas. Texas. That's some Texas law. That's some Texas law right there. We, we're gonna uh, put, we just, we just going to put it down ourselves. You got to watch Lone Star Law. Just we, one episode. When did the officer become like vet in training? <laughs> right there. He's, He's like, a Texas State he knows, game warden. He knows everything. Yeah. He's a Texas State game warden. Didn't you know they watch me? Jurassic Park when they had the baby T-Rex and they solved it with bubble gum and on the cast, remember? No. They fixed the baby mm-hmm. T-Rex's leg in one they of them? They should have just put it down. If they were the from one Texas, with Vince just shoot him. <laughs> yeah. They should have put it down. They should have just shot him. They're from Texas. They would have known better. Well, broken leg, nothing we can do here. <laughs> so now that you're uh, a <laughs> Texas uh, state, state uh, police officer, you got to know how to put down animals. Right, and how to We're know? We're to put this animal down. How to know? Boom! How to know when? <laughs> <laughs> like, 
yell some sort of weird in-movie catchphrase. Where's my money? Like, why are they, yeah. like, why are they doing this? All right, let's oh, jump out to break. Man. We come back. We'll get into the nerd part of Nerd Thug Radio. Stay right there. What's up, Congo? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Kick, push, kick, push, kick, push, kick, push, coast. And away roll, just a rebel to the Welcome world. back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're the buddy hour? We're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> That's accurate. Um, so let's talk a little bit of DC. Let's get the little nerd part of the show in here. Oh, we're what nerds. Do you, what do you think? We're nerds. Um, I think so. So oh, did okay. you hear the uh, big DC announcement this week? Mm-mm. No, not you. What about you over there? Oh no. Uh, next fall will be the last season of Arrow. Oh, I did hear this. I on the CW, I it'll we're talking be DC a comics. It'll be a no one reads comics. Everyone watches movies and TV now. Duh. <laughs> uh, Ten episodes, and then Arrow will be done. What do you think? This, what do you think the reason is for this? Uh, I'm not quite sure because I haven't seen the season of The Arrow, um, and I didn't really watch Stephen Amell's. Um, he put a video out when he announced it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But from what I can gather, I don't think that the whole cast knew what was going on. No, I don't think so. It I doesn't. Think, it doesn't. I think he sound made like this call, um, and so now they're kind of like, oh, what the heck? Um, so I'm interested to see what they do here on out because I mean they're not canceling. You know, The Flash or Supergirl. Right, no. Batwoman's about to kick off. Well, do um, you think that that was it? Like, there was just so much maybe, I mean, DC maybe. live action that you know, they were like... No, I mean, me and you, we, we kind of we kind of feel the same about certain things. Like, you know, there comes a point in time where, like, something has just run its course, right? But do you... Here's where I... Yes, I agree with that 90% of the time. Here's where I disagree. Um... If I were on television yes. and I was in this kind of position, yes, I would just write it until look at the supernatural guys. Yeah, no, it's true. Because just write it, but it until they, it doesn't do, make sense anymore, but, and then write it some more. Write but it until they, they stop but watching. They, do they do um, enough of their own like stunts where they can like they do a lot of stunts in that show? Like I, I haven't seen Supernatural in either. several years. Like I know Steven does a lot of his stunts. Okay, and the only thing can, I really saw was like. You know, playing Oliver Queen is has been a, a dream. It's like, but I can only be the vi- vigilante for so long. Um, I think he really feels like. But do you buy that? I don't know. I, I need to look more into it. I don't know. I, I don't know. Because every time I, they've cast someone to be Batman, they've been like forty. Right. I um, I just don't know if maybe he heavy shrug. If he thinks um, he's got a bigger career, maybe on movies. And That's what I think it is. I think yeah. he's going to be disappointed. He's TV so. good. He is not Because he good. was what? Casey Jones and Ninja Turtles? He uh, was the voice of Casey Jones. Yeah. Was he? I thought he was. No, he was actually Casey Jones. He was. Oh, yeah. yeah he yeah, was yeah, Casey yeah, Jones. You're right. In the, in the last one. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Maybe he's going to do some stuff with all elite, all elite wrestling. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Would you quit TV to be a wrestler? I don't think that no, makes any so. sense. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think as time plays out, we'll see what's going on. Um, Especially because you got to feel like he's in the power position for that show. Like, right. he could have 
change the schedule to suit think, his liking. Do you think they do like a spinoff of like some of those other characters? Or I'm, they integrate them into some of the other shows? I bet they just move them over to the other shows. Think so? Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't seen enough of the newer seasons. Maybe one of them is ready to be Green Arrow, and you could just keep going. They've kind of, I mean, unless it's going to be, uh, I mean, I haven't seen this, this season, but I know the guy, Roy, that played like the Red Arrow, I think he's yeah. been more in this season, more pr- predominantly. Because he took a year or two off. Yeah, it's a couple years off, and so, I don't know. We'll see what happens. It'll, it'll play out here. Um, and we'll we'll find out. I think this is a mistake for Steve. If it's if it's Stephen Amell saying he's out, what, is this gonna be season seven? I think it is season seven or eight. See, that's not even a long like. There are uh, so many shows ten. with longer runs. Do you think maybe? Yeah, but there's also a lot more with you shorter than right, that. Right, but what I'm saying is, for the actor to walk away, this is early for the actor to walk. away. I think away. it's in his hands. Do you think maybe like he didn't like the direction the show was going in? I bet he could have fixed it. Yeah, he could have. I don't know because he's to me he's got ninety percent of the power here. He's got the ability to move it over and. To kind of like he could have set terms that the rest no. of the show would have followed. Yeah, you know, you're not you're not lying there. And if anybody had a problem with that, they could just write him off very easily because it's a large cast on that show. Yeah, it's a large cast now. Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, so, have you seen or heard of these rumors? Where, now we're going to flip the DC movies. Okay. Um, where apparently now they're they're wanting to do a horror film based on the trench. Yes, right out right out of Aquaman. There was talk that they that the trench people, the things of the whatever those little yep. fish guys are, that that or the trench segment had tested remarkably well when people watched. You know how like as you watch, apparently you turn dials, and that's how they do the test audiences yeah, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. And apparently the the whole interaction with the trench people were, were digging. Ooh, this it. is neat. So there's not a lot of scary stuff in the DCU. Um, you could do some like I just like how I think the DC universe now is like let's just do a bunch of rando movies. Yeah, they have no clear they have no clear direction now. I think it's the better way for them to do it though because they lack the ability to give it seems like a, a cohesive direction. They haven't figured out how to correct put it all together. So since they can't figure out how to put it all together, just make movies. So with that being said, I found an article. Okay, um, eight movies that could come out featuring. Small time characters in the DC universe. Movies, movies. Yeah, these okay. are movies. So I'm gonna go through these and get your opinion on it. Right? Okay. Number eight on the list: Gotham PD. A whole movie about the Gotham PD. No, that would be a terrible idea. It'd be like uh, all those other like corrupt cop movies. But right? But you could no. put Jim Gordon in it. No, because if you put if you have Batman in a movie, and you don't make it about Batman, I don't think or Batman would be in it. Then he would have. He would have to. He be. would have to. He have to be. He would have to be. If not, it would be like them showing up to like all the aftermaths of Batman. I mean, but even for like the whole movie, someone else is in it. Like, like, yeah, but I mean, they've done this whole like Gotham show without. I mean, uh, they allude. I mean, the yeah, young a show, Batman, a young show. Batman's in there. But a a show. Movie? I don't know. It's kind of weird, right? I, I oh, would Gotham. The show. That's what I'm saying. Like the show works as a premise because you can just do enough comic book stuff to keep people interested. Um, not as a movie, no. What no. do you think about a Batman versus Superman prequel movie? No. So they say. Um, what would that even entail? There was a at bat that point? suit with the words "Ha ha, jokes on you, Batman." Right. Spray paint. So, so they would it. do like this. How did the Joker kill Robin? Yeah, Which exactly. Robin was it? Right. We deserve to know these answers. Right. We need these answers. So Too bad that these this Superman and Batman don't matter anymore. And their universe is blown to shreds. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I wouldn't. It is blown to shreds. What would you do? Bring them back? No, right. I don't know. I that I don't know. All right. Here we go. Uh, number six one. What about a movie around the parademons? Another horror film. 
So no. like how awful no. parademons are? Yeah. I guess. I mean, if I it's guess done it's right, like, it could be something similar to a quiet place or even Ten Cloverfield Lane. Who like who made this list? Uh, this is our a terrible friends screen rant. This is not. Com. This is not a good. All right, how about the next one? Number five. This is a terrible list. A movie about the Phantom Zone. Duh, duh, duh. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't want to watch all. It could be a sci-fi prison movie like Star Wars meets Shawshank. Still not interested. Okay. A hard pass. What about a movie all about Steve Trevor? Not what? No. Who are these people? Like, it could be like Jack Ryan. Okay, make Jack Ryan too. Like. What about <laughs> um this is just called Nightmare? Um this one could even star Ben Affleck if it's legal to use footage you have of someone in a movie they've left a franchise. <laughs> Remember the weird nightmare sequence in BBS that stops the movie dead? Well, the three hour clip had something involved with that. What if they expanded upon it? Right, I'm except out. I'm pretty I'm sure out. we all agreed that was about. irrelevant. Arkham what? Asylum. Uh, what would you? It'd just be another Batman movie. <laughs> so it's not. Was, it's not a small time character. There was a. Time. What if we made a? What if you made an indie movie about one of the big three? Right. Genius. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> Nico did it. Nico did it. No, uh, I do think. Uh, now they talked a little bit once about doing, like an Arkham Asylum movie where Green Arrow got arrested and had to break out with the help of the villains. But was since, that Green Arrow? Yeah, it was going to be a Green Arrow movie. And it was about basically how like only these people without the powers can help the people with the powers kind of a thing. But now that they've gone and made the Suicide Squad movie and the Green Arrow TV show... Which they're going to reboot Suicide Squad with new characters. They're not rebooting it. It's going to be a sequel. Uh, new characters. Already, well, yeah. The Suicide Squad is all about new Well, characters. I heard this Deadshot, but they're going to recast him. They're going to... They're gonna, this is almost a little... I feel like this is a little racist. They're going to use Idris Elba to play Will Smith's character. I like both of those actors. It feels a little insulting when they're like, let's get another black guy to make another dead shot. Like, why yeah. not just just use a different villain? Because they're using the rest of the villains are different except Harley Quinn. Why not use a white guy? Why not just use a different character? Like, use Idris Elba if you want to use him, and then just Who would you make, make him? There's literally a dozen other gun villains that they could use. He could be the, he could be the KG Beast. He yeah. could be... He could be Deathstroke. Like, there's literally a dozen. You just need, to, you just need to make a grifter movie. <laughs> uh, and the last one was a... You can uh, make him grifter. Like, it, you could be any of these characters. He doesn't... The last one was a movie about Themyscira. <sighs> uh, there's a little bit of interest there. Why? Because they're all women? No, because, like, it's, it's something... Like old it, school? It's something that hasn't been done. An Amazonian island, a story about yeah. an adventure on the... Or, like... Some of the Amazonians having to come because in the comic books there's like ten Amazons that are over here in the states hanging out in the world they of man gr- doing different cards stuff. And stuff. So like you could, there are other stories they could do with that. Well, it's really tied into is it Greek mythology? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Man, I love me some Greek mythology. And so they actually do a lot of the stories where like where the women actually came from. They were the sirens would lure sailors, but one of the things that the sirens would do before they would kill the sailors was be with them. And if the sirens had boys. The boys would go be, I think, in Hades' army or something. And if they had girls, the girls would go to the island of Themyscira and be the Amazons. Uh, interesting. So, so that was something they added Interesting to the facts with Corey DLG. That, right, you, could, yeah. you could do an interesting movie with another one of those children. So real quick, you've got a minute and a half, Corey. If they came to you and said, hey, we want you to make a DC movie, but you have to use one of the minor characters or something that's already been used before, what would you do? Um... Putting you on the spot. Yeah, there's all kinds of things you could do. I would. It's I been, would has maybe, to have been in a movie before, but a minor character. I would. Role. I would do. I would use the Flash, 
Um, you could do you could do a Flash Rogues movie. Um, Give me some Captain Cold, black Captain Cold, Captain Boomerang, stuff like that in there. I liked Captain Boomerang. Captain Boomerang is just silly enough to be fun in a movie. Yeah, yeah, for um, sure. You could do. I'm trying to think who else you could use here. Um, I'd love to see maybe Zatanna or John Constantine come back. I prefer it be Keanu Reeves, but I know Matt Ryan's made a more recent Constantine. I heard that they're bringing John Constantine back. They should. Like the TV show with Matt Ryan. Uh, I heard that they're thinking about it for the, I think, the streaming website. Because he's been on... Finally, uh, DCU. Well, right. he's been on uh, League of Legends. Or League of Legends. Legends of Tomorrow. He's right. been on that Legends. show. <laughs> yeah. So he's testing really positive. Well, he never tested. Me he never Ryan. tested poorly. It no, was, they just put him on NBC, the right. big network, they, right behind like a big Bible TV right. show. Right, it was a Bible show, and then John Constantine, Constantine, who's trying to stop a war between the devil and angels. It was like, <laughs> come on, guy. Yeah, it was really poor. If program. you watch ESPN, it's like, come on, man. Come on, man. That was one of those times. It was a real bad idea. All right, let's jump out to a break. When we come back. Uh, I got some gambit news for Corey, and then we'll talk some. Is more it filming in the stuff. summer? No, Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas a and Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Kick, push, kick, push, kick, push, kick, push, coast, and away road. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. I'm the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. It's me, Ned. You're listening to us on Conroe's FM 104.5, 106.1. Sister Stations. Worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Check us out at NerdThugRadio.com. Uh, before we jump off into this Gambit news I have for you. Yeah, you okay. For this? okay. Uh, let's talk about the Gambit, a.k.a. the Nerd Ninja, over at Cox ATA Martial Arts. Take it away, Nico. Why me every time? Because <laughs> you're good at it now. Oh, so okay. he, he got it now? He does. Oh, good. I hate doing ads. <laughs> what? <laughs> Go, Nico. All right. So, uh, Cox ATA. They got <laughs> two locations. One in Magnolia, one in Conroe. Very convenient. Uh, Mention Earth Thug Radio. You get two free weeks of training. You can start all kinds of different programs. They got self-defense. They got Taekwondo. They have all kinds of programs for anyone from 3 to 153, because we don't discriminate. <laughs> oh, told you he's getting good at this. I don't know. I mean, he said they have Taekwondo there. That's all they do is Taekwondo. But they do self-defense in Tai Chi. Right. Yeah, but right. Taekwondo self-defense. Tai Chi is not Taekwondo. Tai Chi is no, not. Yeah. So he was right. right. Go ahead, Nico. Take it away. Keep going. I mean, what else was I supposed to say? Well, you're supposed to say line. here at Cox ATA Martial Arts, we build leaders, we teach life skills, and we leave a legacy. Dun, dun, dun. See, I finished it. See, he's our he's he's my ad man on sports. Oh, man, yeah, I have to. Yeah, he does a good job. Yeah, you're good at those ads. Thanks. So, I got uh, some gambit news for you. Oh, they announced they're not going to film ever. <laughs> Filming in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Remember, it was supposed to film last summer and the yeah. summer before that. And Channing so Tatum this was is about fake this it, is about Cajun accent. Um, why it didn't get filmed. Because Shannon Tatum can't do a case. So, accident. former director. Also, Rupert wasn't the summer ever. <laughs> right. 
former director Rupert Wyatt. Okay, did sounds a, fake. Um, did a um, he doesn't sound real. <laughs> where he talked about uh, the Gambit movie, okay. and uh, according to him, back in 2015, they had everything together, and they were about ten weeks away from starting the filming of Gambit. Ten weeks is a long time, but all right. I'll uh, ten weeks you. away. So three three months. Okay. Ten weeks away. And then a little-known movie by Josh Trank called Fantastic Four came out. And canceled. And it. bombed. Right. And so he says because that movie bombed so much, Fox came in and cut most of their budget. So that's when they went into all these reworks, and then people started leaving, writers and stuff, and then never got off, off the ground. Okay, so he's blaming, what was it, 2014? Fantastic Four? Fan Four Stick, as they call it. The 2015 reboot. It probably, okay, it came out 2015. 2015, and they were supposed to start filming, and when the movie came out and tanked, then Fox came back to them and said, we're cutting your budget. So, for the last four years, the, it's still Fantastic Four's fault, even though yep. Deadpool's come out with two uh-huh. movies since then? That's Deadpool, man. Still Fox. Yeah, that's that's Ryan Reynolds. I, I mean, Channing Tatum is as, as big a star as Ryan Reynolds. Uh, I would say that, yeah. Uh, so well, Maybe back then, yeah. I wouldn't say anymore, but... I, I well, because he's a Tony thing. He was yeah, supposed, to be, right. he's supposed to be Game of Thrones for the past three years. He's taking the summer off three years in a row to make his fake movie. No, true. I think the, the big difference between the two of them, though, is like Ryan Reynolds had a passion for uh, Deadpool. and I don't, Chan, It's just another movie, probably, with Channing Tatum. Like, he didn't... He didn't care. I don't know if that's fair. He is Channing Tatum is a '90s kid. He would have grown up with the X Men on cartoons. Then he would have got it made. I don't think he had that power. I don't think he had he that because have that he Ryan was, Reynolds power. Because he was well. And keep in mind, it took Ryan Reynolds. If, if Ryan Reynolds had not leaked the opening fight scene VFX thing that they had done as a test, if he hadn't leaked that, Deadpool never would have been made. Oh, man, that thing was so right. cool too. He had, he had the passion. Uh, no, he he took a, he took a real risk. If if that had gone the other way, if that had bombed and everyone was like, "That's a waste of money," Fox would have blackballed him for a long time. The movie studios hold grudges on right, people. but I mean, if you ha- if you have a passion about something, you take chances to get it done. That's him taking the chance. If it happens, it happens. It don't. Well, it's probably never going to happen. And I'll move on and go make some stupid love movies. And again. now there's one more studio I can never work with. Yeah, yeah. Sure, I don't why know. Because uh, who it, made Green Lantern? Was that Warner Brothers? Yeah, yeah. So he went back and did all those cutscenes where like yeah trashed that. So, that but he could do stuff. that now because now Fox and him are best friends. Yeah, and he's made. He took the chance, man. Also, Fox is going away, so <laughs> right. He kind of doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, so you, uh, you gotta you gotta spend money to make money. You do, um, you but you take gotta, risk. You gotta be smart about the risk you take. You gotta take risk. You can't like maximum uh, risk take. When you look at people who gamble for a living, at some point in their life, they've taken a huge risk. And it paid off. And then there's others who've taken the huge risk mm. and then and died and paid off. I think I think the world is littered with people who bet big and it failed and could never rebuild. Right. Ryan Reynolds, though, at the point when he did leak it, had enough. So and so does Channing Tatum. But what you're saying is, had he gone bad, he could never recover with Fox. Right. So he took a chance on one of you know doing something with yeah. one of the biggest movies. I, I don't people. disagree with that. I just don't know that that's ever advice I would give my client. If I was someone's manager, if Channing Tatum was my man, it was my age, was my client, and he was like, "Hey, man." We filmed that VX fight scene with the Cade with the Gambit stuff. I'm gonna release it. I would I would pump the brakes hard on that. I'm saying, listen, maybe his uh, maybe his manager did. And, and Ryan Riddle said, you know what? Screw you. I'm going for it anyways. Well, yeah, and that's fine. But you know, if it goes the other way, like if if the fan reaction to that had been this is terrible, that you it's you think part of it though? Okay, let's look at Gambit and let's look at Deadpool. Right? Um, I would think in like pop culture and the following. I think Deadpool's probably got a bigger following than Gambit does. Timing-wise, the timing wasn't right. Um, because Gambit was much bigger 
in yeah, I mean Gambit for all of us early '90s kids that are huge X Men fans. Like, yeah, Gambit was the guy. Deadpool everybody was won. Every, yeah, Deadpool yeah. was nobody, but then Deadpool started gaining some ground and yeah, Deadpool a huge popular character, and you know Ryan but, Reynolds fed off that. But also Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds was a great mix. It was Ryan Reynolds when he filmed Blade Trinity. I left that movie saying he would make a great Deadpool because I I knew my comics, and I knew my characters, and I said. His one-liners in Blade Trinity were so great. He would, be a, he would be a great Deadpool. Then he went to Green Lantern instead. I didn't see Magic I didn't see Magic Mike at all, but I haven't seen a Channing Tatum movie at all that says to me, this is Gambit. Step Up, duh. No, I, listen, I like, uh, I like Step Up too. Um, he's got enough smoothness to be Gambit. What is Channing Tatum even in? He d- you know what's surprising is he's in a ton of stuff. The G.I. Joe, the 21 Jump Streets. 21 Jump Streets. 22 oh, Jump Street. And he also produced those, so he's doing all right. Because yeah. those, movie, those movies didn't do bad financially. No, but now he's divorced. His life has just gone to pits. Oh, Since that's Gambit right. Him and Jenna Dewan. Yeah, and they were like a... Like they a, were like a friendly... Yeah. Everyone thought they were... You know what, though? Uh, I can't believe we're having this conversation. Yeah, let's do it. Kristen, Pop culture, baby. Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard. Yeah. was another one of those. And they said they were not getting. They said they were getting a divorce, but they were just on Ellen together the other day. Oh, Dax Shepard. I don't. I. I. I think they're back together. Maybe as, so. As much as I don't oh my know. Gosh, about that culture. would be great. I hate. But they're like, back together I hate that we're at this point in the show. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um. But no, I. I, I told you three years ago that. Oh yeah, you, you said it would never get made. Game it will never get made. It's the wrong character and it's the wrong actor. It's it's never I mean, going to happen. I don't think the character's bad. I, the, I don't think so. With to Gambit to make an actual movie, I think it would need to be an instance where he was introduced already into the universe. But he was, and he had the misfortune of being introduced in the terrible yeah. X Men uh, Wolverine movie. Yeah, but oh, he was in Wolverine Origins. I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, he was. And Taylor Lewan did by Taylor Kirsch. Taylor uh, is it. Oh yeah, Taylor Lewan's the lineman, huh? Taylor yeah, Kirsch, Taylor or whatever. Kirsch, who was also like they said, just ruined comic book characters because he was in. Uh, he was terrible. Was that Mars movie? Yeah, uh, John Carter of Mars. John Carter, man, I was really pumped for that movie too. You know what's funny is Disney put Tons. hundreds of millions of dollars into that, and they made like nine bucks. Yeah, <laughs> tons. of Nico did better making change with you earlier. Right, right. Yeah, really. Um, no, but uh, you got to get rid of those like Wolverine movies. I mean. Yeah, Deadpool was in it, but it was like the worst version ever. And got he killed him in the end credit but, scene. But yeah. Deadpool was at least then introduced into the pop culture. Like now, like well, he was already in the pop culture by the no, time. No, moviegoers yeah, didn't know who he was though. No, but I mean, because that back then it wasn't big enough yet for the for the comic book people. I don't think people. when the first Deadpool movie came out, moviegoers even really knew who Deadpool was. Enough, no, enough. Again, I think enough hardcore fans and enough nerds went to see the movie, and then it went just. Well, listen, X Men Origins and, and Wolverine, and it was Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that, and that's big. X Men Origins Wolverine did okay financially. Okay, uh, not so bad. Sure, that, I mean there was enough people there who saw that. But they introduced Gambit like hey, it's saber tooth in it, right? Yeah, they introduced Gambit Ugh. in like the smallest. Yeah, will I am in it version? Did yeah. they did? Uh-huh. It was not a good movie. Um, the Blob was in it. Yeah. F- uh, who is that guy? That guy? He does just a lot of action movies, and I, I don't know his name. Yeah. I think it had they uh, introduced um, Gambit, maybe like in one of the newer X Men, the newer movies. Then maybe you'd have a shot. But it's here, neither oh, here like nor in there. Like, like First Class, yeah, something like, like that new, nature, the new age ones. The, that nature of it, you know. I think those have been way more successful, but it didn't happen. So now no. Disney's about to get X Men and the Fantastic Four, and you know, who knows? Nah, it's all over. It, it yeah. is all over. There's the nothing. Movie, sh- oh, that movie's shelved. It's yeah. done. Yeah, Gambit's not going to happen. Straight up, especially Dunzo. not with Channing Tatum. No, straight up, Dunzo. It's going to be um, Stephen Amell. 
Is it gonna be Gambit now? Ooh, I hope not. That would be <laughs> really bad. That's gonna be real bad for you. Real, I, real bad. I don't want to. I don't like saying because I like Arrow. I like yeah. Stephen Amell. I do like. He's not gonna be good in a movie. Like, and that might be what it is, is, is that I, he thinks I he's think going to movies. I think that's probably some of it. But he's not. He's not the guy for that. So next year they're doing the big crossover with the multiverse. Yeah. And they're saying, like, now he's going to, like, sacrifice himself to save the multiverse as, like, a goodbye. Right. And now I don't know if they're like, all right, we'll do this, but you have to do this. And like, okay, cool, but, like, I want a big payoff. Right. And that's, you know, now right, he cool. does. Yeah. Very cool. Now the you know, his wife is from, like, the Austin area. Who's his wife? I don't know. I don't know. She's like nobody. Really. Oh, okay. She's so really just, hot, but like okay. she's not like an actress. But she's uh she's from the Austin area. Nice. Uh, I know both the Supernatural guys met their wives on their show. That's why I thought Ooh, maybe. Neat. No, it's not uh Emily Beck Richards. Richards Beck. Let me say her name. She yeah. plays Felicity Schmoke. Yeah. She's kind of smoking hot. She is. That's she. That's not a bad look. No, not at all. I don't know. I really like uh the Canary Girl. Uh, um. You know, something about her, it's I don't not like... Katie Lloyds. I don't think she's had very good character moments because I've never really enjoyed her character. Well, she's, apparently, she's a terrible person. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> that might make it... Oh, Katie Lloyds. I, I was talking about the other Katie one. Katie Lloyds is uh, the uh, white canary. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. remember what her name is. That's Katie... Yeah, I don't... I, the other one... I do like one I Speedy, though. I like Katie Lloyds. I like Speedy. Oh, His uh, sister? Yeah. <sighs> What's her name? Olivia or something? So I follow her on uh, Instagram. Yeah, me too, she's because of you. She's a good follow. Remember that one picture I sent to you that one time? Yeah. Do you remember that vividly? Yeah. Yeah, she's the greatest. <laughs> um, yeah, Gambit's getting shelved. Yeah, for sure. It's not going anywhere. Um, I'm really interested, though, like to see what they do with the X-Men and Fantastic Four once they get them back. Oh, man, I can't wait till that movie when I'm your guys. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. Well, they're going to... Uh, Dark Phoenix kills them all. Yeah, I think, definitely. I, th- I think most of them are dead come the end of Dark Phoenix. And that ends the Fox and they reboot everybody in the, yeah, for the sure. uh, Marvel Dark universe. Phoenix reset, boom. So then, I mean, they're actually talking about doing an Eternals movie and all sorts of other stuff. Hard reset. So Marvel's got some doors open. Control, alt, delete. Yeah, for sure. Done, right there. All right, this show about to break. When we come back, Corey wants to talk a little bit about uh, Kicks- something. Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, we'll wrap the show up that way. You're listening to Nerd Thug Radio. Kick, push, kick, push, coast. And away road, just a rebel to the world with no place to go. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oil wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Kick, push, kick, push, kick, push, kick, push, coast. And away road. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. This is the end of the show. No, I mean, we still got 12 minutes. We got 11 minutes and 50 seconds. Don't don't go anywhere. What episode is this, Nico? 208? 205? 205. 205 Live. Oh, yeah. Also coming up, I forgot to mention this to Nico, but we'll say it now. What? I think the Nerd Thug Sports Show is going to be doing a show um, at... The Lone Star Championship. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, for the ATA group, Cox ATA. This is a big event he's throwing. 
It's the last big event in Texas for the championship season. Yeah, what was the date on that? Uh, April the 8th. Is that a Saturday? That let sounds me, uh, Saturday. Hey, uh, hold on. Let me ask Rebecca, our intern. Rebecca, can you look that up, please? We don't have an intern. I don't know, Rebecca. Shut up, Nico. This is getting weird. April the 6th. I don't know anybody. Thanks, Rebecca. Rebecca. Is there just some person standing there that so, I can't see? Uh, April the 6th. Rebecca just checked it for me. Do I have epilepsy? Thanks, Becca. Help me. Um, <laughs> is this my seizure? April the 6th. It's a Saturday. We will I be, smell uh, toast in my diet. Recording <laughs> the sports show out at the uh, Lone Star Convention Center up there in Conroe for the Lone Star. But it's not really just the sports show. Chips, you're going to be on there, too. Yeah, right? I mean, guest yeah, spotting so on there, but special it's going to be Nerd Thug Sports. Those yeah, we are going to be live on location. That's true. Nerd you're all right about that. All right, so. Uh, let's get jumping into Wait, this. Is that the uh, right way to say that? Because won't we always be live on location? No. Like, when will you ever be dead on location? <laughs> so speaking of recording. being live and dead, right? Yeah. Um, you, you record an episode, you show it to the place, play the recording, and then leave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I always say this joke, and no one ever like thinks it's funny. Uh, you play poker. So I do. Not I as do. much as I do. Yeah. You know what a straddle is? Yeah. So, like, you know, in, in No Limit Hold'em, you've got a... Uh, Small blind and a big blind, and sometimes people will straddle behind the big blind. They double it, right? And the dealer's always like, "We got a live straddle." I'm like, "What's a dead straddle?" Right, and, and it's everyone just kind of looks at me, and no one ever explains it to me, right? And I've been dealing poker for like a long time. That's, I mean, it's it's what's a, a dead one? It's a it's a it's a, it's a dad joke, yeah. but it's uh, it's pretty interesting. You ever sat at a table where like the straddle rolls and like it keeps going? Oh yeah, uh, I'll, I'll restraddle, I and I restraddle. I hate that because then by the time like if I'm on the opposite side of all that. Before I even get a card, I could be like seventy or eighty dollars in because so, you got to double it. So whatever, but you don't have to do it. You don't have to, but the whole table's watching. <laughs> I don't give it. I don't give a crap. Peer so, pressure. So when I was in Vegas, I was playing. <laughs> I'm upset. I was playing at the Rio, and uh, there was a straddle and a restraddle. So it was like really, was, I've never seen that at a money table. So it was a uh, it was a straddle and a restraddle. So the the under the gun straddled and then the button restraddled, and so it was eight bucks. And then the guy. I was next to the button, so like the guy in like seat three raised it to like twenty five bucks and got a couple of callers. So at this point, there's like almost a hundred bucks in the in the pot. Right. I looked down like ace. All right, ace. All right. All right. All right. Seventy five right. bucks. Yeah. Nobody wanted to play. Well, that's no. Cool. That's cool. That's I mean, a, that's free money out there. You should have been like, no, I don't. Yeah. I don't want to play. There's already like almost a hundred bucks there. I'll just take it. <laughs> let's move on, boys. All right, let's talk about. Uh, that's unfair. Wait, did you say the button was the restraddle? Yeah. So how does the big blind? The big, the big blind can't straddle. No, the under the gun. I thought the under the gun was under, the button. No, under the gun is so it's small blind, big blind, under the gun. That's not the button. No, the button is the dealer. They get last action. Yeah. So it's dealer, small blind, big blind, under the gun. I don't think I've ever played with under the gun. Another another gun is just the person who's next to the big blind. They're the first one to actually act before. Uh, that should be the dealer. No, the dealer's last to act. I mean, but the dealer should always be the guy right next to the big blind. It should go small blind, big blind, and dealer. No, the dealer's on the other side of the small blind. Oh, you're right. Flip it. I got. You're right. My bad. Dealer, my bad. My bad. My bad. Small, my bad. big, under the gun. You're right. Uh, all right. Let's, let's talk about. How long spins is up? Yeah. Let's talk about. Um, what does he want to talk about? Kickstarter. How? How? how are, Kickstarter. Where, where Here we are go. You at? Yeah. So uh, start kick. I always love when like kick push kick. So push. Uh, we've talked about this how there's like there's levels it to is. the game, you know. Put that in the show. So we're we're locally famous is kind of how we're defined. That was what those girls called us that one time. Yeah, um, I always say we're unlocally famous. Unlocally famous. Um, then there's like people who are big like in their niche. Yeah, yeah critical sure. role is big in their niche, right? Their niche. They do their thing and they've got their set, their solid core audience. They make their money. Their niche. They they probably are at the financial point where they get to make a living just creating the content and they kind of get to leave it right there. 
Uh, well, they a lot of people have been coming to them for a long time. And apparently they were in talks with somebody and the talks weren't going the way they wanted and they kind of fell apart. And so they announced that they were going to kickstart fund their own animated special. Okay. It was going to be a 30 minute special fe- uh, doing apparently it's supposed to be like a prequel to their first episode. Okay. Um, I'm sorry, Nico. The number was 750000 for the 30 minutes. Okay. That's mi- that's more reasonable. Okay. Animation is very expensive. Yeah, we were talking about that between the break, and Nico kind of like poo-pooed my number, and I was like, well, I don't. I mean, that's what it was. Um, so anyway, I went ahead and backed it. There are now... You backed it? I did back it. I, I was intrigued by it. I, I like this stuff. Um, more importantly, though, w- w- it made its goal in 59 minutes... It's pretty good. It was the third fastest animated film, animated slash filmmaking is the category it's in. It's the third fastest one of those to ever make. What was number two and number one? Number one was the Veronica Mars thing. Oh yeah, that was pretty good. That one made apparently in like fifty minutes. And number two, I don't, I didn't, it, they didn't list it. They just listed the third and the first one. Uh, possibly the second one didn't get made. That might be why they didn't list it. Uh, that happens. All in sold out in five minutes. That's pretty impressive. Okay, so they turned around after that, and they started adding, like, stretch goals because... Ooh, neat. That's what you do when you do a Kickstarter. That's what you do in Kickstarter, yeah. Once you go over a number, and they actually made a million dollars, I think, in their first two or three hours. So they were already set. Uh, The stretch goals started becoming more episodes and more episodes and more episodes. And now I think they are to the point where it's going to be, if it makes, it's going to be a 10-episode season. Ooh, neat. They're already at $6.9 million. So real quick, Corey. Point nine. So they just need to get to 7.5. Tell people who haven't so. seen, what is Critical Role? So Critical Role is one of those... That was going to be my question. I believe they've moved over to Twitch now, Nico, maybe. You're starting to become a good interviewer yeah. like I am. So they moved over to, I believe, Twitch, but essentially they live stream... Their Dungeons and, Dungeons and Dragons game. However, these guys Is are that all Scott Porter. N- I don't think so. Okay, these guys are all uh, voice actors. So they've developed really their own. Each character is very well developed in the sense that that's pretty neat. You know how actors do background and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, they, yeah. They create these characters are more than just I'm a guy who can do this. These characters have a story, and then on top of that, they have a voice and an identity. So these guys really take the role play to the next level, uh, in that sense that they do the character voice. For their characters. And that's why people have said it would make a great animated because these guys are so into it. Right. Uh, so their Dungeons and Dragons game is a little bit more immersive than others. Way more immersive than ours. Uh, well, definitely considering we haven't done one in forever. Two years. And considering yep. they're about to make $7 million off of theirs. Two years. Um, I'm, I'm intrigued for a couple different reasons. It's At this point, it's going to be... I think they're going to hit the goal to make it a 10-episode season. Nice. Um, this what did you get for pledging? Or I pledged twenty dollars. What'd you get? Anyone who pledged anything at all over the ten dollars is going to get access to whatever they make, so like the link or whatever. And then the packages from there had a bunch of extra stuff. I'll, I'll tell you what. Mine Do was. you? Is there a package where you can be put in the TV show? No. Uh, there probably was. I shouldn't say because if not, I'm usually out. usually those are like the Very super large. super expensive ones, like yeah. ten grand or something ridiculous. So I want to start a Kickstarter to get put in the episode. Okay, are you ready? You want to okay. kickstart it to get into a different Kickstarter? Yeah, that's right? meta. That would be really cool. Okay, so the twenty dollar pledge is called Scout. Uh, I received the Your Turn to Roll, which is critical role in the Legend of Vox Machina theme song download, plus an exclusive karaoke version and a ringtone download. 
and just oh, oh, feel a little still, bit. Sweet. Do people still use ringtone downloads? I don't know. My phone's always on silent, but I'm sure other people do. We'll also include an unreleased and never-before-heard version of the Your Turn to Roll theme song with vocals by Emmy Award winner Sam Riegel. Uh, so basically, I went a bunch of downloadable stuff plus the episode. Hmm. Um, okay. If you do $50, you get all the stuff I just said plus an 8x10 Legend of Machina art print and a Legend of Machina sticker set. Legend of Vox Machina. I don't know. Uh, if you go $100, you also get a set of playing cards and a dice set. Can I get into the move, the show? If you do $200, you get a plushie on top of the dice set and the playing cards and everything else. What's the $100 plushie? If you do $300... I spent more at Chuck E. Cheese. You do a Vox Machina character pin set. That's kind of neat. Little pins. That's a $100 pin set. If you do... Well, considering it's going to be pretty unique. Here's, that's the one thing you got to think about is when you do stuff like this in these limited runs, there's 60,000 backers, so maybe... 30,000 people are going to get a set of pens. That'll yep. be all that exists in the world. Uh, for $400, you get a canvas me- messenger bag on top of everything else. Ooh. For $500, you get a signed copy of the pilot script on top of the message bag on top of everything else. See, that's cool. For $750, you get a critical role cast signed high quality 18 by 24 animation art print plus everything else. Uh, this sell. one is sold out, but they had a $1,000 or more. Fancy red carpet, an invite to the private Legend of Vox, Vox Machina screening in L.A. in fall of 2020, including red carpet arrival, plus all previous awards, admits one, travel not included. So you pay, you pay $1,000, you could go to the premiere, but you would have to fly yourself and take care of yourself to get there and do that. I don't know that one, but it's sold out, so I yeah. can't. Uh, this one's not sold out. Dang it. Pledge of $2,500. Ooh, that sounds like me. You get an associate producer credit. Ooh. And you still get the invite. Plus everything else. Oh, you get an invite to the private launch party and an invite to the private screening. Sweet. Hmm. You get the... Uh, I still just admit one and travel not included. Admit one. For $5,000... When do I get to admit two? I know, right? For $5,000, <laughs> you get a personalized portrait by the animation team that's doing this is the guys who did Venture Brothers and a bunch of other ones. Ooh, so they're big, it's a big company. They're called Titmouse. Oh, I love Titmouse. And so you get a personalized portrait by Titmouse plus everything else, including going to the parties. Uh, for $10,000. Yeah, see, this is the tier I'm talking about. You get a Titmouse Studio Tour with Critical Role. You get the personalized portrait, associate producer credit, parties and bags and everything else. But you don't get to be in the show. Yeah. For $20,000. Even better. Lunch with the cast of Critical Role, executive producer credit, Titmouse Studio Tour, plus everything else. Executive producer Still credit. Still not to be good. in the show. Uh, for $25,000. Uh, all expense paid trip, lunch with the cast, executive producer credit. I don't. That's it. That's the biggest one. Oh, this one's no longer available. I'm Someone out. bought all of those. I'm out. I'm, if I can't be in the show, I'm not pledging anything. Someone bought all the twenty thousand dollar ones and all the ten thousand. They probably only had like five or six of those. And the five thousand, dude. They sold out of. I mean, they've made it. Like, yeah, right? they're good. Seven million dollars. Well, that's gonna wrap up a live two hundred five episode of Nerd Thug Radio. Yeah. Don't the podcast will drop. Um. At 6.01 p.m. today, if you want to donate to our Kickstarter or whatever, find at Corey DLG. He'll tell you all how to do That's it on right. social media. Kickstarter.com. Uh, for the Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. And Ned. Same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd push, Thug channel. Push, kick, push, kick, push, coast. And away road, just a rebel to the world with no place to go. 